0: It is Dave and Jeff. It is November 20th, 2023.
1: It's Thanksgiving week. And Dave, I want right now, I want a public apology from you. My God, you're the most fucked fucked, up. Oh my God. I'm rolling in here and I already had something else I was going to talk about, which is fine. We'll get to it whenever. And I just, I swear to God, people all the time are like, hey, what's that show like? I'm like, "Uh, we say everything here. Yeah we like do. The radio the version we used to say, "Man, you, you got to hear the show in the breaks." Exactly. Well, that show in the breaks became this podcast. 100%. But now the problem is, as bad as that was, now the breaks in the podcast have been <laughs> escalated to a new all-time low. And I just I apologize to anybody who follows Dave on Instagram and happens to click on his story, because Dave was just explaining to me, hey, did you see my Instagram story with the cab driver? And that's all I'm going to say. That's it. Well, I'll tell you, because I, I stepped in it. Did, well,
0: didn't mean to. And you try and what be. What
1: do you mean? You know, who well, does mean to?
0: Because, you know, I had one close friend in high school that, it, well, you know, there are people in high school that's friends with, but as far as male friends, who's my number one friend. Okay. And we haven't seen each other in years. You, you met him a long yeah. time ago. We we're at KFMB. Yep. Really nice guy, and um, I posted something, gave a big thumbs down. I've never even gotten a thumbs down. I didn't like to even know yeah. <laughs> what I'm was going on. I'm giving you
1: one right here.
0: And I realized what I posted was offensive to his family, and oh. so I felt terrible about it. But it was, people probably saw this, it was an Uber driver with the camera going. It was a female Uber driver, I'd say probably about 28 years old. Okay. And she picks up a guy about 70, 75 years where old. Are you,
1: where are you finding this? I don't this know, hysterical. I just popped up.
0: And it just popped up sure and he gets in the car and she goes to him <laughs> she goes i'll just say what the first the way it starts she says to him hey how are you doing today he goes i'm fine thanks for asking well that's just fucking great she just freaks out and he just looked at and goes oh my god do you have tourettes too so two they, two, they both have tourettes and okay. man the conversation is amazing and he gets out and's like hey you have a nice day she goes you too and they cannot stop laughing that two of them with the same deal that they've probably been made fun of and probably struggled with their entire lives. They were a perfect match. But the conversation and the way it goes, you gotta be a sick fuck to laugh like I did and post it, you make it even worse. But um, it was one of the funniest fucking
1: things I ever saw. We're we're getting ready to go on and Dave's giving me the entire breakdown. (laughs) And then he says, I'm gonna send it to you. And I go, you don't have to send it to me. (laughs) I'm okay. You have a couple of things you go to. Yeah. Tourette's is your go-to. It is. Conjoined twins. That's true. And uh, used to be uh, height deficiency. Yeah, people.
0: That's good. Yeah, because you can't even see the word anymore. No, there's speaking so many of which, things, man.
1: Uh, just real quick, thanks to Erica, who allowed me to <laughs> Speaking of thing. which. Yeah. look at that transition. God, does her team just stink? She, no wonder she's a Charger fan. Uh <laughs> the Dave and Jeff League, I beat her again. I improved to eleven and zero. God, I mean, it's like you schedule Erica for homecoming easiest win on the schedule never in doubt so uh but yeah uh so i have a question for you
0: yeah i had you by the way in the other
1: league yeah i think you would yeah I in ha- the other league i'm
0: terrible I ha- no 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 you aren't you think you're in second place right now behind uh um- win or lose Dude, it said on, I'm watching it, goes, I got this, and then all of a sudden, your boy Josh Allen throws it like 92 yards for a touchdown, and it went from me being supposed to win by like 90% to you winning 90%. Oh,
1: you're kidding. I thought I lost that game. No,
0: as soon as Josh Allen completed that crazy touchdown pass, I went, oh, well, fuck, I guess I'm done looking at the computer today.
1: Uh, Hang on. I think he destroyed me. What about that? Real quick. Um, Yeah. So this weekend... Uh went to LA for AEW, which was a pretty wild experience. Where was it at? I did win, Dave. I beat you by four points. 12340 yeah, to 119. Asshole. Yeah. Thanks, Jets. Thanks, Jets. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh up at the forum. Yeah. But before I went, I tuned into the Gutty Little Sully Show. Because the Sully the show, TV show. Yeah. Okay. The Sully Show. Because finally, yeah. it was you and Costa. And Lauren Finney. Yeah. Which anybody that follows Mike and Dave, I swear to God, Sully nailed it. The back and forth with you guys is so disturbing. It and the fact disturbing. that you you drag her into everything. Hey, Lauren, remember when Mike <laughs> and uh, as a guy who is so thankful to know you both like I do and be completely out of that. I could yeah. just be an observer. And just enjoy every one of them, as more disturbing as they, they are get. are disturbing. But uh, Mike comes out first. Yeah.
0: Then Dave comes out. Yeah. It's uncomfortable as hell, to coming out. Yeah. Because they want you to shake hands and high five everyone. I'm like, Wave. I'm a, you know me, I'm a germ freak. I'm not touching right. anybody. No. And I'm not dancing out of there for sure.
1: Right. So I'm watching. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. Because they tape it way up in Carl's bed. And Sully made a comment that I'm 100% going to address right now. All right, go ahead. And he talks about uh, the show. Hey, where have you guys been? He knows exactly where the fuck we've been. And and when guys play that game, it's fine. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But then he mentioned this, the podcast. Yeah. And, And you pointed out, it's been a different show than anything else. To which Sully says... Ah, that's what guys who are out of radio said. Yeah. Let let me say this. Okay. Real quick. I like Bob. There's never been a fucking day in this town for the 25 years that Bob has had the ability to turn the mic on where anybody has stopped a conversation and said, Hey, did you hear what Sully said? It didn't happen. He has ridden a wave. It's been fine. If the Sully show ended tomorrow, nobody would know and does he i'm sorry this sounds
0: bad for me to say and i and i know him well and he does you know a a different thing like a different natural thing but does he do a radio show anymore i'm not being a jerk i'm asking you i think he's still on kogo but he's a
1: former talk show host i don't
0: think he likes DeMaio by his jokes
1: okay yeah but i'm just saying listen if you're gonna take a shot here yeah i'm gonna tell you let's just use our most recent show with bernie wilson yeah Bernie is up and down the dial. He had been on the radio earlier that morning, and he's up and down the dial. I didn't call him, but I'm willing to bet that the reaction that Bernie got, that we got from that show, is more than anything Bernie's probably done in 5, 10 years. Yep. Right? Couldn't agree more. Because we have the benefit to come down here and do a different format of show. Yeah than the guys on the fan or 1360 can do. It's great. A lot of those guys have been nice enough to come down, be a part of it, and those yep. shows were great. Listen, I get it. You're doing your, your show, and it's fun. I enjoy it. Just remember, there are guys that have made a difference in this town, and if you don't think so, charities, whatever, and we're not the only show, and there's guys that have just been there. Sully's the modern-day Mark Mark Larson. You go on, dude. I'm so thankful for everybody in this town that has the opportunity to do it. Do your thing. Guys on 97.3, guys on extra, KCBQ. Dude, my girl's Suda Vincent got blown out at Kixie a few years ago. Yeah. They replaced her with a married couple. That show absolutely belonged in Fresno. Did not belong in San Diego. Whoever made the change misplayed the landing. Yeah. Right? And, and that show stinks. Now, I heard they got fired.
0: That's now, what you announced on the last show. Yeah. I've never heard one second of it. Honestly, God, man. Not, and not, I have
1: not, to say this, Dave, as somebody that wasn't a fan of the show but has yeah. been through that, I felt really bad for them. Yeah. And it's a weird thing because we know what that feels like. Exactly. And to have it happen right before the holidays, it sucks. The yeah. show wasn't for me. Okay, this show, uh, I met a guy the other night I won't say where, but we started chatting, and and he said, uh, you know, hey, what do you do? And he he heard about this. And he was kind of sheepish and said, ah, you know, I'm not familiar with you guys. I said, hey, man, no hurt feelings. I wasn't familiar with you (laughs) a minute ago. Did he say he's a podcast guy, though? No, he was great. He just started How long have you been in San Diego? 30 years. Okay. That seems a little strange. Uh, Here's all I said. For anybody that's listening, we 100% do this show for you. Yes. I don't give a fuck. I mean, that's pretty clear, yeah. right? I think the benefit that we have is that we don't care what anybody thinks. There have been other guys that have tried to do this, talented guys that have come, and they've gone. Yeah. They, they just don't hang. Dave Radio Rick- guys. Dave Rickards. Now, maybe Dave's just got so much fuck you money, he doesn't have to do yeah. it. But his podcast for an incredibly entertaining guy was insanely boring. Yeah. Because it was all about I didn't hear it, interviewing and, and guys I that had been on the said, show. Yeah. Right. I want him to be great. But, I mean, Sully, come on, man.
0: He knew, he knew what was going on. It was, it, was, it was a strange angle because Bob is a fan of, especially yours. I think Bob likes you a lot more than me because every time I see Bob, he always asks me, hey, what's it going to take to get Jeff on and i was not a fucking
1: thing because i'll go on you'll make a stupid <laughs> comment like that and i'll say shut the fuck up sully nobody fucking even knows you in this town other than you're coattailing tommy sublime and tommy hon knows your number that's it
0: and tommy's in the radio hall of fame you know and tommy felt i could see tommy's face he felt bad when he said that um nobody was watching it was We're fine it was i, th- I think you might have been right <laughs> but but, uh, but um <laughs> the reason i got okay, a couple things on this there's a guy who was right by Tommy, and he was in a wheelchair. I don't know if you noticed, but right behind Lauren Finney. He, 90s, he was yeah. on camera. And he's the one that used the line that I used on the show when I talked about podcasting and radio. He said to me, radio has turned into, you thought you could never live without your landline. Yeah. And he goes, well, guess what? It's irrelevant. Radio has become irrelevant. Now, I will say this on our behalf because we never come on here, I don't think, and pat ourselves on the back. There are a million podcasts out there. Right. 99% of them fail. The only 1% actually make money. Jeff and I make money doing this. We're thankful. Yeah. To. I'm just saying it. it's rare. The audience has supported us from radio to this. Yeah. And the audience continues to grow. So we're, we're very, very thankful. But that was that was interesting. I will say, speaking of Costa. because Well, hang on. Let me just ahead. say this
1: real quick about podcasts. What I would say to Sully is because he, he takes a very. CERN does the same thing. Yeah, 1988 approach. Yeah, I would say to Sully, here's how the argument ends. What is the favorite show that you're watching? And I'll give an example. Cade and I love Survivor. Survivor's on Wednesday night at 8. Cade and I have not watched one episode in six years on a Wednesday night at 8. Yeah. That's talk radio. Yeah, that's Darren's on from noon to 3. I don't have the ability to be in the car at noon to hear what he said about Peter Seidler. I, I don't listen to the Ornberg show, or Ornberger, uh, Ben and Woods are five to nine. I am not up at five in the morning to hear what they had to say about Peter Seidler, right? Gwyn and Chris, Coach, all those different shows. They start at ten, and off they go. I don't. What yeah. I do is what people do with this show. I listen to it when I want to listen to it. Yeah, and and there used to be days when you had the ability to be there at two. You don't. Know. Yeah, I watch Survivor Sunday morning at ten. Well, guess what? It's not being aired Sunday morning at 10. But you listen to it or you watch it on demand when you want it. Exactly. And the other benefit is, I don't know if those shows do. I think they do, but I'm not sure. This goes right in your inbox. Yeah. It's right there. When we're done tonight, it's there and you can listen. And that's, that's what it is. But Dave's right. There's very few of these that have been able to work. Yeah, I love Stacey Taylor. Stacey Taylor was incredibly impactful for me as a young guy trying to get into this business. But when he tried his podcast, he came on and it was, ah, well, yeah, here I am. And I told him, dude, people are gone. Yeah. Fucking come out of the gate, man. Yeah. Because the thing that Sully doesn't understand clearly is that we're very thankful that the podcast audience is much different than radio. You better come out with something good or they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. And, and a lot of people can't handle it. And if they think it's a step down, think what you want. I'm not doing this show for Sully. I'm not doing this show for the Sully band. I'm doing it for whoever is listening right now. And the other thing that Dave will tell you, probably more than I can. Dave, if I had to say to you, I mean, you can't even put a number on. If you weren't here the night when Dave did the show, after his father passed away, after Jake passed away, probably 45 minutes each night straight, no notes as impactful as anything. Right. We yeah. could not do that. No what On 1360 Sirius XM, wherever else this show has been, we haven't done it. And, uh, the day, the day I had to say goodbye to Kate. Yeah. And I came back. Darren Smith wrote me like the nicest text message. Right. Awesome. Guy loving this business. Uh, Stevie Woods, Mike Costas, so many, Dave, so many guys that we trust as peers that came and stepped up and 100% played a huge part and put me back together. Those shows, you can't do that on terrestrial radio. But the point that I was going to make, Dave, was if you could put a number on how many people have reached out to you and said, thank you, or I got you, or I love you. Oh, to all the time. Every day. I right? get them every literally every day. Every day. At a different level than anything we did on thirteen sixty KFMB. Not even close. Dude, it feels like Cal League Baseball. Yeah. And there was nothing more exciting. As much as I love being a KSDO with Roger Hedgecock, growing up in this town and having the opportunity to work at KFMB, being a part of Ted's show, doing what Dave and I were able to do, Padres, Chargers, amazing. And and Dave, I don't know for you. But I look at that and I'm thrilled that we had that chance. And now whoever has that opportunity, whether it's Sammy Levitt or John Schaefer, God bless those guys. Let them have their moment right now. But but this is a different kind of experience than anything I've been through. And yep. I think you'd probably say the 100%, same. Hundred percent. And
0: more importantly, it's a better experience for the listener. When we're talking about the bad moments in our life, we're talking to Bernie Wilson, there's no interruption. There's no, hey, we gotta right. give the time and we got to do a traffic update. Yeah. Hey, Bernie, we're gonna get right back to you as you talk but Dave, about Tatis. Yeah, but I was out Kel- six Kel-
1: carpet bar. Kelly Kel- Kel- Dannick
0: is standing by. Yeah. I mean, it, it would sound ridiculous to do a subway commercial or whatever else right in the middle of while he's talking. But it's the it it is to me it is better listening. Again, this was a give credit. It was Josh's idea to say yeah. you guys need to make the jump from radio to T V. This is where the audience is at. Yeah. And and look, and not, not to give you know crazy specific numbers, I'm just going to use an example. When you and I were at, at our highest point, for example, I'm just going to throw throw Free a number FM. out there. Free FM, even when Padres in the World Series. Oh yeah, 98. Dude, the audience was like forty thousand for every ten minutes. Right. The, the top show in San Diego was getting like twelve hundred, and that's number one radio. Show. That shows you people aren't listening to the radio the way they used to.
1: Right. It's watching so, Survivor at eight o'clock at night.
0: A, again, that that's hundred percent it. And if you're uh, older, and you remember when shows like Happy Days were on, and you'd yeah. go, "Holy shit! If we aren't home at eight o'clock on Tuesday, we missed it. Yeah, forever. Yeah, <laughs> unless you want to wait till July, and hopefully you catch the right. rerun. Final <laughs> Friends, you probably yeah. watch live. Yeah, you, you, that's just the way it goes. But it, you know, anyway, it, I don't know why he went that direction as far as the shot goes, because I know Sully's a huge fan of both of ours, and as I said he always says nice things about you every single time. But, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. I think it was one of those where Tommy, yeah, I could see it in Tommy's face like, dude, you don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, Costa, who, of course, is family to Jeff and me, is like a brother to us. So Mike goes out to that show. Yeah. And then when he introduces Lauren after I go, dude, did you great. see him block me? <laughs> did you see that move? Dude, Just walked great. right in front of me. It's so great. And oh my God, dude. And what he sang was the highlight of the show. Mike <laughs> singing Spanish Eyes was insane.
1: I didn't even see that. I couldn't, you, even, I didn't even make it to
0: that part. Do you have do it you, on your DVR? Or no? no. Do you oh still have crap. it? Yeah, I got it. Okay, we'll watch dude, it. Dude, it's this. so impressive. Mike, I mean, Jeff and I both know sing. he can sing. My mouth like dropped open. I couldn't believe that this fucking guy is singing Spanish Eyes.
1: I tell you what, I will say this I I know what I do, yeah. I know what I've done. Dave knows what he yeah. does. Most of it's off. Off mic and disgusting, but insanely funny. I've never met a guy in this business. Nobody I've ever met more fearless slash talented than Costa. He didn't even know he was going to do it. He just Dude, threw a microphone at him and he I just jumped into it. It
0: is fantastic. All right. Good for him. So, remind me to play it after the show. I'll play it for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking. Oh, oh, hold on. I
0: got to tell you something funny. To okay. say how little, I guess, you know, being in a relationship with the same person for 32 years, I, I was shaving And I realized my wife had like some Christmas movie on Hallmark movie. She wasn't even in the room. Okay. So I just walked around the corner and I flipped the channel to that. Cause I was like, oh shit, the show's on. Yeah. And I flip it on and I go back and I'm shaving, I'm listening. (laughs) Did you change the channel? Yeah. Well, how am I supposed to know what happened? And I'm like, (laughs) Are you serious? And she was change it back. Well, it just happened to be on TV. (laughs) I don't care. Change it back. (laughs) She didn't see one second of it. It Cracked me up. I didn't even make her hey, you want to go back and watch that? Yeah. But, dude, it was so funny. Turn what, what are you doing? Changing my Christmas movie.
1: I do not yeah. give a shit you're on. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing being is I, I continue to be amazed by how many people in this town. I shouldn't be amazed because it's the definition of this town. How many people in this town are still attached to the Chargers? And yeah. the funniest thing is I can't say this enough. Yeah. It's always the people that talk shit about Spanos. You know who's winning the fight? Dean. 100%. Dean broke up with you and you continue to send him a birthday card with a $50 Amazon gift card and the gift card and inside the card you write, Dean, you suck. (laughs) And guess what he does? He's like, okay, I guess I suck. Thanks for the 50 bucks. (laughs) I guess I suck. (laughs) Fuck. Do any of you have any common sense? Literally any common sense? Because you watch the games and then you cheer against them and you celebrate everything. And guess what? Then you go out and you watch them again. They can't stop. They can't stop. You can't stop. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. He literally said, You are the worst lay in San Diego and you continue to book rooms at the Motel Six in National City. (laughs) And Dean comes down and Hooks up with you and leaves you, and he's like, bye, Dean. And he's like, (laughs) done deal. (laughs) Fuck. Get some fucking dignity.
0: I've never seen a fan group. So are you, (laughs) hold on. I just want to see what angle you're taking. Are you upset with the people that pay attention to them, even if they're losing, or are you upset with the people that remain fans?
1: I'm, I'm upset with the people that think they're getting one over on Dean. Okay, there you go. When you don't realize he's continuing to get one over on you, over and over. The yes. fact that so many people in this town are invested in Brandon Staley cracks me up. Yeah. Right. Okay. I I get it. Yeah. But. Be invested in the team and say, you know what? That's my team. I'm hanging with it. I'm bummed they left. I can't shake it because it's been I can't in my shake blood. It. I would respect you a lot more. Sean Walcheff, it's fine. I don't know how he did it as a guy that is, quote, unquote, loyal to the soil. But that team's in his blood. Yeah. And good for him.
0: It is. He loves that team.
1: But I don't see him supporting that team and still talking out of the other side of no. his mouth, Dave. No. And it, it just... You have the Union Tribune. The biggest example of it is Nick Canepa. Oh, my gosh. Nick Canepa is such an embarrassment to the paper as a guy I love as a friend. But his Sunday column is all the Judas and the team and the renters and everything else. But then you write a report card. Yeah. Well, what is it? Yeah. What is it? Either they're done and you're embarrassed as a local or you just can't admit to yourself that they still got your heart.
0: Yeah. Dude, he couldn't write the column without the chargers. Right. He couldn't. Everything has chargers in it every single week. Right. Ben and then what? he has to drop Rick Smith. What the <laughs> fuck? Stop writing columns. Robert. No one knows who you're talking about. He
1: does mention Rick Schloss. We he love does. him. We do. Because He's a Patreon guy. As Rick Smith would say. What? What? <laughs> you know what Dude, I'm talking about. I That's know 100% what I'm talking about. Fuck. All I know is, look, man. I when the Clippers moved. Yeah. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. <laughs> oh, well it was the Clippers. Oh, what's the matter? Yeah. They were a professional one of the four professional leagues that called San Diego home and they left. And guess what? That was it. I got friends that are still Clipper fans but absolutely hate the Chargers. I say what is the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? They both Kicked you right in your tiny little nuts. And one of them, one of them you're fine with and the other one you hate. How does that work?
0: I don't know. Okay. So let me ask you, the A's are about to experience it. When the A's leave, what do you think the fans of the Oakland A's should do?
1: Um, Find
0: a new team? Or do you say I'm going to be a fan from afar?
1: I think the A's are, I think John Fisher is incredibly, incredibly dumb and overplaying his hand. And I think when you saw the note last week that, that, they had from the A's podcast, that there was a group of seven or eight owners ready to vote no, yeah. and then the owner passed away, or the leader passed away, and Pete Seidler, you go, shit. Um, Vegas has worked for the Golden Knights because the Golden Knights was their team. Yep. They came in, uh, they came in right after the incredible tragedy of the shooting at the country concert, Yep, and um, they hired good people. A lot of teams around the league panicked at the expansion draft and loaded them up with good players and a ton of draft picks. Their front office did a great job of building that team, and they're the defending Stanley Cup champions. That was all Vegas. The second thing that happened is our friend Dean Spanos completely fucked up what would have been a pretty interesting opportunity yeah. because had Dean let the Raiders take L.A. with Cronkie, then Dean would have had Vegas. Now, there's no way anybody is paying $250 a ticket to watch the Chargers like they're watching the Raiders because the Raiders are an iconic brand. National brand. And the Raiders fit Vegas. They fit it, right? Like our guy JT is there. They fit. The Oakland A's are neither of those. Exactly. They are not Vegas' own, and they are not an iconic brand that's going to go in. And when people go and you've got this tiny little stadium and you've got the A's tiny little roster, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. People are going to go and they're going to say, well, I can see you two at the Sphere. Yeah. I can see Dave's guy, Luke Bryan. <laughs> I can see Donny Osmond. I can see a thousand different magicians, or I can go watch the A's and the Baltimore Orioles outside. Because the stadium's not going to have a dome. That's insane. It's the it, same heat as they have in Arizona. It's going to be awful, I think. And John Fisher could talk about that he's going to commit the money. He doesn't have the mindset that Pete Seidler had. That's why we were so incredibly fortunate. I think, I think Major League Baseball is in for a rude awakening because they're thinking Major League Baseball is going to hit the ground. That's not the Dodgers coming to town. That's not no. the Yankees. That's not the Red Sox.
0: If the Chargers would have moved to Vegas, would San Diego Charger fans still hated the team the way they do, or is it because they moved to LA that they hate the team it's the a way they do? Great question.
1: A great question. Um Well, I don't think I don't think they can them. It's it's the great line, right? Uh when we used to always when the jokes were always about Brokeback mountain and guys yep. would always say, I can't quit this show. Yep. I don't think, I think that's the hardest thing. I think it's the hardest breakup that this city's probably been through is Great. breaking up with the Chargers. But listen, I'll tell you again, over and over and over, it may not be you directly to blame, but the people that live up and down your block, the people that work in your office, the 70% of the people that said the Dean, we're not giving you any money, any land, any tax breaks, and we don't think you're going anywhere because you're gutless. Uh, There's the people that cost you your NFL team. Yeah. And and when you look at the disaster that San Diego state, when you look at whatever the pods are going to be, really right now it's a huge question mark. We don't know what they're going to be moving forward. Um, it's too bad because this town was pretty cool when we were in NFL town. And, and it was we we threw the baby out with the bathwater.
0: You know, you're, you're absolutely right. Anyone wants to tell you anything different, you're lying to yourself. This has always been a football town. It was. It was a Charger town first. 100%. And it's funny. My uh, sister-in-law is in town from Florida. She grew up in San Diego, but she hasn't lived in San Diego since the 80s. Yeah. And I told her that the Chargers weren't here. She didn't even know. She's not a sports fan. She goes, wasn't this a football town? Like, didn't this city love the Chargers? I go, they did. They loved the Chargers. She couldn't believe it. She goes, how stupid could this city be? How did they let that happen?
1: Because this town is full of followers, not leaders. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not interested in making the tough decision. Let that guy do it. And ultimately it costs us an NFL team. Like I, I'm not a charger fan. No, I absolutely 100%. I voted for it. Yeah. Because I wanted my kids to grow up in an NFL town. And I know you felt the same way, Dave, there is nothing, nothing like an NFL Sunday. And had that gone in downtown, the impact that it would have meant on this community financially from a property tax, from a TOT, everything else? Yes. Dude, what What the fuck? Who do we have coming to town right now? <laughs> Who's coming to town? The Shriners? Oh, I bet they're spending a shitload of money around town. <laughs> what kind of goddamn conventions are we running? <laughs> and these assholes that run the hotel's most arrogant group of pricks that I guarantee are You're looking right. around, and I wonder what their occupancy rate is and what it would have been had the NFL been here uh, and Sunday, when you're doing that overhead shot and you're showing the bridge, That's exactly what I told and you're so showing the bay, and you're showing that gorgeous stadium, what yep. it would have been down there. Yep. But instead, what do we got? Hey, welcome! It's San Diego State, San Jose State. Hi, everybody. I'm Eddie ha. <laughs>
0: That is that is hundred percent the way it is. It is the craziest damn thing.
1: We can't stop being minor league.
0: No, we can't. We absolutely can't. It is it is sad, especially when you see that the NFL's not going anywhere. And there was a big push a few years ago, boycott the NFL. It hasn't happened at all. I mean, yeah. just, the NFL is so big and the games are timed out where it's so entertaining. Right. Not very often do you get a shit game. I mean, they're they're honestly maybe like seven a year combining the whole schedule. Otherwise, yeah. it's worth watching every NFL
1: game. Dude, I was I when I flew home last week, a week ago tonight. I think I flew home a week ago tonight. Yeah, okay. When I football, yeah, I came through Minneapolis, came through, and man, you go through the airport there. Now the the Minneapolis airport is insane. That is a legit. I've been to that one international airport, and it's crazy. In the middle of the airport, there is a mall. Yep, like a legit mall, and you go through, and they've got three different team stores and they're selling everything and look when this time of year you guys know it yep. y'all did it everywhere you went whether you were down at the stadium Dave and I hosted a thousand shows down there or you would be down and everybody was coming to the Charger Pro shop yes right yep and and coming down and getting your gear and look I get it I get you hate Dean very valid i get that you probably hate john and telesco and everything else but stop acting like you hate the entire team just just let it go just admit you can't you can't quit them just say like stop saying oh i love watching them lose you don't you want them to win they're your team like even if you want them to lose you're still watching yeah, you're still you're still an NFL viewer, right? There was a complete difference when we would watch that doing the post game show because what they do better than any team I've ever seen is find new and unique ways to lose. Exactly. And I watched the clip that you guys posted uh, today from Bolt City, and I laughed and laughed and laughed at what Mario was saying. Because you go, dude, this has been the guy every year, whether it was Jimmy Oliver or how many different wide receivers are we talking about? Buster Davis. Buster Davis, right? That dropped a pass down the sideline, fill in the quarterback, whoever you want it to be, whether it was Rivers or Justin Herbert. And you just go, man, oh, man. It never changes. Yeah. But I just, I'm fascinated by the people that just can't admit yeah i know they left i know they said fuck you to san diego but i can't find a way to be a cleveland browns fan so i'm gonna i'm gonna suck it up and still cheer and for the team that i've loved my entire life and I they get bring that. back
0: the uniforms that you've always loved i mean we more, told you they were gonna so do that yeah, jeff you know what we'll listen it. jeff called it look when i moved as a kid from la to nashville tennessee and there was no pro team we didn't yeah. have the titans we didn't have anything right Dude, it sucked. And I yeah. remember saying to myself as a kid, I, wherever I live in life, I got to be somewhere there's a professional baseball and football team. That's all yeah. I kept thinking because I don't want to do this again. Well, I leave Nashville, Titans come in, Chargers leave, but there's still the Padres here. There's a Major League Baseball, which I love this sport here in town. I will never live in another city again without my my goal is a pro baseball team, right. but I prefer to have both. And just like you, I have kids that I said I wanted them to be fans of the sports that I love. And my son is a huge Charger fan. My younger son was a huge Raider fan. Yeah. And at the same time, I, I said, good, man, he's he's in the NFL. You are all setting it up for your kids. You, you say to me all the time, I don't care what team they root for. Right. This is an NFL house. Yeah. And, and if she, they
1: would have been Charger fans. You were in. 100%. Their mom was a Charger fan. 100%. She was in. And it would have been great just to go back and forth Charger Raiders. Yeah. But they would have grown up in this town. Look, uh, Dave, I, if I said to you, most impactful moment for you as a media member with that team, do you have any that come to With the to Chargers, mark-
0: it's of course when the buses came back from Pittsburgh. That that show that yeah. felt like the whole city was together. One of the things I missed, real quick, I know you're going to give your answer. I miss Sunday nights when you'd go to the grocery store and everybody's wearing a, a Charger jersey. Right. Win or I, lose, We were lose. in it together. I thought it was always cool as hell that this this city got into supporting that one team,
1: unlike anything else. Yep, we were in it for the pods for a while, yeah, right, and that was really fun. Dave's exactly right. It's an NFL town. It's always been an NFL town. I, I remember the night, a uh, couple of them. I feel like the Cromarty, oh yeah, the, interception. The, yeah. was right around the time, I think that's 2007, because I feel like that's right around the time when Jack and Cade were born. Yeah, I think I you feel, might be right.
0: The one-handed one? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, I, they put that right out on, on the building. Unbelievable. The Charger practice facility building.
1: But I remember the playoff game when Sproles yeah. breaks through, I believe, against the Colts. Yep, yeah, that's right. And wins, and Qualcomm goes crazy. I was hosting a viewing party at VA house yeah. and there's probably about 300 people in the V lounge and being with that group. And remember, I can't say it enough. I'm a Raider fan, have been a Raider fan since I was 13 years old, but I had, and Dave had, and Mike had, and all of us there at the station had individual friendships with those guys that were Unbelievably yeah. generous with coming on this show. And I had no problem at all cheering for my friends. But Dave, being in the V Lounge when Sproul's scores and everybody is going wild. Yeah. And the guy from Vaha says, Hey man, do me a favor. Take this mic and tell everybody we're doing it again next Sunday, right? And it's a little bit like uh the Drysdale yeah. moment when Garve hits the home run, will there will be tomorrow. It's a little bit of Jack Buck. We'll see you tomorrow night. And just saying to everybody, hey, man, just a reminder, we're back here to, and the whole place is going crazy. Dude, it cool. was great. And that's the thing that, that, unfortunately, the decision makers refused to bring into the equation yeah. was that team's ability to bring this community together. You're Different right. than anything else.
0: When you listen to people who try and fight it, they, they obviously want Change to talk about narrative. it. Change the narrative. Yeah, they, and they, I mean, when I listen to even coach, he wants to talk Charger football so bad. Right, he loves he can't. it. He just can't.
1: You know the one guy who nailed it, who really nailed it, and it took me probably five years to understand it, was Hank. Because if you follow Hank on social media, Hank covers that team in the exact same manner that he covered them when they were here. And I remember thinking at the time, like, hey, dude, you can't just act like they're still here. He has never wavered. And you know what? He played for that team. Yeah. He's proud of it. He should be. He should be in the Chargers Hall of Fame, which shows you what a joke it is. But that team, and he often writes about it as a player, as a coach, as a broadcaster, 30-plus years, had an office there, did all these different things. He's never wavered never never made excuses for the team, never did anything. And I was just looking at it the other day. I go, you know what? Yeah. And if I was a, a Chargers guy and they were in my blood, Hank played it right. Yeah, Hank Hank doesn't get into the discussion about what happened. I'm sure he's got plenty of opinions on it. He just follows it with his heart because that's the only team he knew because the Cowboys cut him on his birthday. Exactly right. And uh, And that's it. And I go, yeah. That's the way Nick should play it. That's the way 95% of you should play it, exactly like Hank did. Just accept it. They're my team, good, bad, indifferent, and I'm going to ride with the lightning bolt, and I respect him for doing that.
0: Okay, so here's the funny thing about the newspaper is I still get the paper digitally, yeah. And one of the big parts is because of Nick. But then when I read Nick, I get frustrated. And Nick's a guy that is a friend of the show. Love him. Has treated Jeff and I very well. One of those guys that we talk about, I can't believe this fucking guy acknowledges us and considers us a friend. But at the same time, he's one of the main reasons I still... I think it's up to like $27 a month. I think I'm paying for this fucking no, thing. No,
1: you're not paying that yeah, much. Yeah,
0: I am. I got a note the other day. said it went up. They are robbing you. They are <laughs> <laughs> I get
1: it delivered at home. I pay like $4 a month. I swear to God, dude, it's, I, I'm getting fucked in this thing. They're just out there cutting down trees for me. I don't care. And every week I'm I think about Miller. I'm Bryce Miller.
0: Keep the vet getting rid of it. I love Bryce Miller. I'm just going to say from now on, I get it because of Bryce. And Nick. And Bryce. And that is what no, I'm going to say. Because Nick frustrates me. And I said it back then. I've said it to Nick's face. He had the biggest, most the strongest voice in town. Yeah. And he didn't do jack shit. And the way he writes as far as these guys fucked us and calls them Judas, as you say, every single week. Dude, you had the biggest voice. But remember what he used to say? When they put a shovel in the ground, I'll believe it. Yeah. And it's like, fuck off, dude. They not only put a shovel in the ground, they followed it with a bulldozer and 80 of them. (laughs) Like, you asshole. Like, if you would have maybe raised a bigger sink and let people be aware of what was happening, because fucking it didn't work when Jeff and I were trying to tell you. You guys just cussed us out. Just like you did when Bernie came on the other day and we talked... Great Padre shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck those guys. I'm reading the comments, you assholes. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Just because I root for the Dodgers that w- what we say
1: isn't valid. Here's where here's where Nick owes me a public apology. I love how I'd say it. Where's he going to do this public apology? Get you on the fucking Sully show. I, it's been so long since I've seen Nick. I don't know how the hell he's doing. He's like, good. I don't know. I, talked to, I actually it? called him like three weeks ago. I mean, but he you had you told his me... grandkids over and he okay, asked me good. to call him back. Yeah, I loved it. I don't He's even great. know if he leaves the house. I don't know what he does. Dude, listen, if there was anybody the mayor of Zero Fucks Givenville, it's Nick. That's true. That's why we could kill him because he'll never hear it. But if he did, he don't give a shit. But this is what's gonna kill Nick Canopa. Is that when we left here last week after Bernie in about a three hour show, the next day, I'm in my office. And I'm talking uh, with a buddy of mine who is Aztec alumni and a longtime season ticket holder, football and basketball. And he comes in and we're talking about like the hire, because I said it. dude Kirk Kenny and all those guys, all good dudes. You have to hire somebody that to coach Aztec football, that is going to generate a buzz and is going to sell season tickets. Yeah. And I sat there and I said to my buddy, I got the guy. And the guy that I said, and I put it on social media, is Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron, I don't know what his current status is, but he I'm- He said he's retired, but I don't know. No, his phone's not ringing. And to me, if Ed came here, and I put it on Twitter, and I sent it to Nick, And I said, Nick's an SC fan like you and I are. I said, Nick, I'll give you the guy. It's Ed Orgeron. Now, Nick writes a column on Sunday. They need to hire a splashy coach that's going to sell season tickets. Refuses to mention Ed, even though he knows that's the perfect guy for this program. We have to remember one thing, which is very, very difficult for us sometimes to do. We are San Diego State. We're the Aztecs. We are not LSU, we are not Texas A&M, Texas or USC. We don't have the entire deck of 52 cards to pull from. We probably have about 11. And a lot of the guys that have been mentioned are insanely boring and are not going to generate season ticket sales yeah. for the Aztecs. Now, do they generate sales in 3 years because they come in and go 8 and 4? Maybe. I don't think J.D. Wicker has three years to wait it out. I think he needs to go get a guy, Dave, that immediately generates interest in that program. Ed Orgeron, when he was at USC, there was an incredible story that went around about the recruiting battles that the staff for Pete Carroll had. Yeah, And Pete Carroll said, man, I thought I was pretty good. But at the end of the day, it came down to Ed Orgeron versus Lane Kiffin. Occasionally, Sarkeesian would get a guy in there and he said it was crazy watching those guys close. If you look at the facilities that San Diego State has with that stadium, with everything on campus, and if you just brought that personality into this town, because if Mike Schilt gets the guy, guess what? Everybody falls asleep a lot quicker because Mike Schilt is boring. (laughs) Ed Orgeron comes to town and starts telling us why we need to be invested in Aztec football. I think a lot of us are buying in. You saw the movie The Blind Side, right? Yeah. Who got Michael Orr? Goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a buddy of mine said, wait, could this be less miles to Kansas? Absolutely could be. I have no idea. But guess what? We don't. You don't have a bunch of options. Somebody said T. Martin. Okay. T. Martin's below ed orgeron you have to make that call and go get a guy that immediately generates interest in this program that has won a championship for lsu yeah. and would immediately just cultivate energy i think dave at a very very high level and all of a sudden people want to watch out football
0: did i would throw him a call see what happens how funny would it be if we go from doing uh brady hoke voices to orgeron it's the voices the same thing even better that fucking louisiana press conferences holy
1: shit but i mean
0: onion for us will you ed
1: (laughs) but i i'm just gonna say it i have zero confidence in jd wicker zero and they were the look they got to say it why should you they got mls yeah that was the big thing they they kept the aztecs
0: I mean, how many? So here, let's go back to your guy, JD. How many guys has he done the the coach research and grabbed? Him, someone brought someone? Dude, up? he's gonna whiff. They're this all promotions thing. from inside.
1: He's gonna whiff, and it's gonna suck. Okay, and then everybody's gonna be like one big collective yawn. He's gonna go hire some fuckhead special teams coordinator from Appalachian State. And then he's going to write some bullshit press release that he was shocked that this guy was available. <laughs> Zero. Has there been any Brady hoax done? There Brady walks in every day and he's wondering who packed up this box cuz I didn't do it. They can't get him the fuck out of his office <laughs> fast enough. Hey, what <laughs> happened here? And uh Rocky <laughs> Rocky's not here anymore, coach. He moved on. I think Rocky's a free agent, too. Dude, uh, he's 74 years old. I don't old. want Rocky. I'm just saying. I think he's getting fired in Syracuse, too. Watch goddamn NBC. They ran some. guy. Hey, look at this. Hey, I think we go out and talk to Rocky alone. Hey, let's talk Fuck to Doug that. Scoville. Rocky Is Claude Gilbert still alive? Rocky ran for the hills.
0: He, he, Dude, he, he was done he with San Diego He hated everything with this whole thing not coming back here don't stop saying his name don't be stupid
1: god fuck al luganville Look, why don't we bring b- tom Kraft back to run the offense <laughs> jesus christ stop putting that shit on tv we're already suffering because dagmar left it's nbc i swear to, god, to god you'll I come right it. off the favorites oh my God! no more of this shit enough with mario lopez every day too seriously what's up with that I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs>
0: sick of it. You would throw two seconds of effort into worrying about that. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of it. Had it up to here.
1: I really was sick of it.
0: Dude, I, I would, we'd probably stop the show. If you literally walked in kicking shit in my, in my garage because you're sick of Mario Lopez, you'd go, God dang, this guy's fucked up. I fucked
1: up. You don't know, remember what you were telling me half hour That's ago. That's true. Oh my God. I don't have ticks. You asshole. <laughs> I do want to get
0: into the pods, but I want to mention Kyle Fluger. Look, look right now, a lot of people already started Christmas shop and I have. I'm telling you right now, you need to make sure that website's working right, and Kyle is your guy to make sure the website is going in the right direction. Mithril Media is his company, and again, you can get in touch with them through this phone number, 619 619- Don't forget, 10% discount if you mention Dave and Jeff.
1: Dave, how many times a day are you asked a question from somebody that you literally don't know the answer to? And more importantly, you couldn't give less of a shit about That's what Flugs and I are going to start. That's our new billion-dollar website. Who cares.com. And we're all going to have the opportunity to just walk in there. Think this out with me, Dave. Yes. Flukes. Grab that dry erase board and start, start spitting balling. Just think during the day, like the other day I got a text message. Hey, so-and-so stopped following me on Instagram. Did I say something wrong? How the fuck do I know? And why do I care? I go, I know you should do. You probably want to ask them. Well, I don't know. I'm afraid. Okay, guess what? You just interrupted my day. (laughs) Granted, I probably wasn't doing a lot, but now I'm interrupted, and now I got to answer this and try to seem sympathetic when I'm bored. I'm immediately bored. It's yeah, But I feel like because this show is about giving, even though fucking Sully doesn't understand it, (laughs) if we each had an opportunity to just go on and she, right? Like every day I see that young, whoever that asshole is, somebody, Y-U-N-G, young Pueblo or somebody. who's okay. <laughs> always sharing this guy's fucking bullshit. Like, it's, oh, God, I feel so much better about myself. And just everyone, I just, next, next. But if you and I and Flug's create a website yeah. and somebody was able to go on there and share things like, Hey, today at seven in the morning, I was told I have to go to a cheer competition and it's outside in the rain. You go, oh, yeah, thank God I didn't get that one. All right, I feel pretty good. Well, I have one to submit, like I just said. Yes. Hey, so and so doesn't follow me on Instagram anymore. Okay. Hashtag who gives a shit? Uh, Flukes and I are going to start that. And then just at the bottom, Dave, maybe we have a ticker. Yeah, For when new things are added. But how many times like have it. you said,
0: on a daily, weekly basis... Over and over again, all day long. I get crazy shit thrown my way. Yeah. I just go, what? What? <laughs> From when, you're, when you're in high school and someone would say something, you just go, what? Ever. And then they, Dude, that's they, my get, kid. they get so pissed. Dude, <laughs> I told my kid,
1: comeback. I've never hit you, but there's a first time for oh, everything. Oh, your kids are there? They're doing it to you now? Yeah, I told them. Oh, my God. As Sam Kinson's said. Do they,
0: doing the who? Cares?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Never hit a kid. As Sam Kinston said, I know what turns Mr. Hand into Mr. Fist. Keep it up. Keep it up. And then you shut your mouth in front of your mother. Um, uh, Fluges, though, when we start that website, maybe you have a great one. Uh, what do you think? What is... Uh, I can't ask you this without you completely feeling... Like, I'm setting you up, right? And I'm not trying to set you up. Go ahead. Lisa, where did Lisa Ann get a billion downloads? One of those, is it Pornhub? I don't know. I don't think she controls where they go. She's on a million sites. No, I got it. But she said, I thought she said that one of those, is it a billion combined? Something like that. I have no idea. I haven't asked her. Well, just think about the guy who had the original idea for that. Yeah. Hey, what we're going to do is we're going to put clips in various times and they call flukes. Like flukes has been doing, you know, hey, yeah. I'm Mary and I collect butterflies. Well, hi, Mary. We can break it up. We can have monarchs. We can have moths. Hang on, Mary. I got to take this. Uh, hey, flukes here. Hey, what's up? Some creeper. But well, that guy's worth about 90 billion. Yeah. Mary's little website showing butterflies. Somebody's uh. looking at that shit. <laughs> well, hey, whatever your sick mind has, yeah. flukes won't judge you. No, not at all.
0: No, you won't. 10% discount if you mention Dave and Jeff.
1: Yeah, make sure you mention it, you (laughs) twisted weirdos. (laughs) Hey, we want to mention also Alan Taylor, Taylor
0: May Pools. Don't forget, all around San Diego, 365. It's always a perfect time to call Alan Taylor to get that perfect pool. Alan Taylor is standing by at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Ask about available financing.
1: So important because right now, Dave... We are into the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday, just a couple of weeks. Man, if you turn on Kixie, hit the little scroll button, they're already playing Christmas music. If you're downtown, we were in Coronado. The the Dell looks great. It's lit up. It's one of those deals. But uh, as we were talking about last night, you're kind of in that Thanksgiving Christmas spirit. But, man, it's over as quickly as it started. Then we're counting down to the new year. And before you know it, the spring is here. And when the spring gets here, man, oh, man, oh, man, it, the weather warms up, the days start getting longer, and it would be the perfect time to cut the ribbon on that brand new tailor-made pool. I don't know. You talked about it on Instagram. And every now and then, if you do a search, you'll see a variety of different things. Maybe yeah. it's little clips or it, it could be different people you know. I don't know what I hit. I can't hit the lottery, but I hit something Right. About every third day, somebody posts a vintage picture of we're going back to her. She's the Celebrity Pool of the Day, the great Raquel Welch. Oh, yeah. I don't think Raquel Welch ever took a bad picture in her life. No My goodness. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> right? And so uh, first seven people, cash only, uh, give a call to Alan Taylor. Love it. Tell Amy we called, and we're going right back. The Raquel Welch Celebrity Pool can be yours uh, just call and Dave mentioned it. Talk to them about financing options. There are plenty available.
0: There you go. All right. What to ask about the pods? Because obviously yep. the pods got terrible news a week ago. Tomorrow or Tuesday. Uh, Podridge weren't going to make an announcement for manager even if they made up their mind last week. It was the right time to, to just stop, take a step back. A lot of people believe it's this week though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they said before Thanksgiving. Oh, so okay. tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh shit! Definitely going to happen then. So what direction? Who do you think? If if you had to sit there and place a bet on it, what direction are they going?
1: I think it's going to be Mike Schilt. I do too. Um, the Nevin angle is interesting. Um, look, we're not in on the interviews, so I don't know what's said. Incredibly tough time in this town right now with Peter's passing. And and I, we we covered it a little bit with Bernie, but... The more kind of time goes by, and you see the Padres being talked about, then maybe they're in play for Hader, and maybe they're in play for Snell. After Nola gets his contract, he didn't yeah. get crazy num, they get crazy money. He, he actually turned down more money. Is so that the right? Rodgers offered three million more. Wow. Um, and so you see it in it. I, I just kind of think, Dave, the the sad thing for a lot of us that love that team is man when 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 peter was there yeah and especially the last couple of years boy you you just knew there was nobody nobody more in than peter seidler and how many days we sat here i remember a year ago and talking about oh they're only going 9 million yeah they have 9 million to spend dave we got to get xyz and then whether they did the right thing or the wrong thing, they go sign Xander Bogarts and then Waka's here and Lugo's here and everybody else comes here. And you go, oh, Peter, he, he's not messing around. And, and how many times did we say, well, Pete Seidler, like, he's all in and, and Pete's going Pete's gonna to make the final determination. And it was kind of fun. Yeah. We, we were spoiled and enjoyed that ride. And now you read what the release says that the team's going to stay in the family and they're going to try to follow his vision, which would be good. But he he was the absolute heartbeat of that team, and it just I don't know. It, it it'll be an interesting off season. I didn't think any of the moves last week were were bad. Trading Barlow and, and yeah. Tim Hill and fine. Moving those guys. It sounds like there's a feeling they're going to be able to move Grisham. That's the plan to move Grisham and clear out a little more. But uh, if they if 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 Peter Seidler was here, yeah, and they were like, not only are we cutting it to 200, but I'm cutting it to 175. I would I would be like, all right, yeah, because that guy's all in. Yeah, he was all in for you. He gave you more than you ever could have asked for last year. Yeah. And they're not cutting it to 175 as of now. They're going to keep it at 200. But without him, part of that equation, it's just, I don't want to say it's hard to get excited. I don't, I I think that's over the top. But it's just the void is incredibly huge for those of us that love that team.
0: I agree with you on this. Um, What's interesting was there's so much talk on everyone having an opinion who the manager will be, who it should be. Yeah. When Peter died, even the, the biggest Padre fans I know said, I don't even care. Right. Like, Which it, is a drag for whoever it, gets the job. But Yeah, I mean, they're going to care. They're going to root for the team, of, of course. course. But right now, they are in mourning. If you're a Padre yeah. fan, you're in mourning to the point of whether it's Benji Gill, Phil Nevin, Mike Schilt. It's not going to be the, any outrage if, who, if no. it's not the guy you thought it was going to be. No. The Padre fans, just move forward. Yeah. you know, and then that's where it's at. I've, I've never seen anything like that before. Where, um, and, and look, I understand he's he's a beloved owner and he deserves everything. But the the fan base hit so hard by his passing that you just don't even care who the managers.
1: Yeah, and I thought the tributes that we saw throughout the week were incredibly cool. Yeah, because he just uh, he he impacted. We we mentioned it earlier, the fact that he was leading the group. To say we really got to find a better option. Dave was at the Coliseum this year. I was at the Coliseum this year. Anybody who had been there, Jim Betancourt and I were talking about this at dinner the other night. Man, if you had been there twenty five years ago, Dave, it it was unbelievable. Very similar to what Qualcomm used to be, and it and it wasn't anything near what it had been at the end. Yeah, for asset games at Qualcomm or for A's games. But it's just very, very disappointing to me that without a real viable option, if they were going into a ballpark in Vegas, similar to what, let's say the Rangers just built, you go, okay, that was never going to happen in Oakland. Yeah. That, that just wasn't. They're going into a ballpark. I think it's on nine acres. That's nine football fields. Yeah. Like, dude, What? How are we doing that with no dome, with no real plan as to where they're going to play after twenty four? I don't know, man. I, I just I, I think that's wrong. I think baseball sc- screwed this up, and it's going to be bad. Um, and then the idea that Peter Seidler was leading the group to to save it, having to get to know not get to know, but had communications with the guys that run last dive bar yeah um like that's pretty cool man yeah, yeah. no
0: absolutely let me ask you real quick before we move on the uh-huh. some of the free agents you mentioned nola is where we have the baseball channel on that sort the press conference he goes back to the phillies uh you know hater i believe honestly is going to be a ranger or a philly yeah. you know i don't think he's coming back here um but some of the other guys the biggest name shohei do you think he gets that done that deal done soon, or you think he drags it?
1: No, it said that they think he's going to move really, really I quickly. So
0: too. I think so, How cool was it, that dog? Dude, high-fiving him. Did you see that clip? No. When he won MVP, think of the unanimous, unanimous election, American League MVP, Shohei Otani, and the dog nicks him. When he looked at the dog, the dog fucking high-fived <laughs> I was like, dude, how cool is that? <laughs> dude, that's and, great. And that dog speaks Japanese. Yeah, hey! How cool is that?
1: Pretty good. <laughs> you don't see many of those.
0: <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I don't, You and I are dog guys. So I thought that was cool as hell. I love he just it. just looks man. at that dog, and that dog just,
1: hey, good job. I think he I think he goes quick. I mean, winter meetings are in two weeks. Which right? would
0: be exciting for all baseball fans. Because once he goes, it's the race for everything else. You're gonna yeah. see guys signing quick. None of this dragged out till right before spring training stuff.
1: Yeah. And I uh, I mean
0: the Dodger thing, by the way, I will say it's so fucked up. I mean, I'm a I'm a Dodger fan. And the fact that they're linked to every guy yeah. <laughs> it just sounds ridiculous. The Dodgers aren't signing every guy, but it kind of fucks things up. Like I just want to see guys kind of sign and end up wherever they're going to end up just because I'm curious. But to mention the Dodgers is lazy. When guys just go, Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. Yeah. It's, Dodgers aren't signing every one of these no. fucking guys. That's but, not the way it's going to work. Andrew Friedman going on that podcast in L.A. I don't know if you saw no, that last week, sit. which was pretty smart because, you know, GMs can't say yeah. things. But he basically had the host say things. Oh. So he was able to communicate through players without him using the exact words. Whoa.
1: It was a pretty cool move. I like
0: that. That's good thinking. It was was a pretty Uh smart move.
1: What it feels like, though, Dave, is again, a little bit of that wave we were riding the last two and a half years here when you would go into the winter meetings or into the break uh, or the deadline and the pods were talked about and everything. Yeah. And I mean, right, wasn't it a year ago? It was. Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, right? And now you look at different guys that are being mentioned. And Jim Bowden, for The Athletic, who's always loved San Diego, has loved what they did here. Did his top 25 free agents, and I think he had uh, Mitch Garver potentially come in here. Silver slugger, catcher, I get it. But, I mean, so many of the guys, NOLA wasn't, San Diego wasn't in the mix, Otani's not in the mix. Like, they understand it, and it just, it was a little bit of Camelot for a couple of years while we wrote it. So, I mean, they just, they've got themselves locked into so many bad deals. What do you make of the story, though, that I saw the other day that said the Dodgers are going to be incredibly aggressive in trying to trade for Mike Trout and signing Otani?
0: You know it's shocking. Do you want Trout? And so no, I, I've said it on this show before. Why would you sign a guy who continues to break down? I mean, he's getting older. It's not like the injuries are going to disappear. And the Angels can't have that bad of a medical staff, can they? I mean, Trout's breaking down all the time. Right. I'm a huge Mike Trout fan. He's one of my all time favorite players. But man, it is a really bad contract. You know, he's on yeah. he has seven years I think remaining on yeah. this thing, and uh, I can't imagine number one already doing it because he hates the Dodgers, which he should. And, but at the same time, you take him off the books. You get yeah. a bunch of guys because the rumor is the Dodgers said whatever it takes in our minor league system, unless they think that's the only way Otani comes is if Trout goes with them. Interesting. That they have to do it. And you put Trout not in center, but like in left. Yeah. You know, but you can't even say, hey, you're going to be a DH down the line when you break down. I'm, Fucking Otani's your DH. Yeah. So, so he has to play the field. I, I don't see that one happening. I mean, that's, that's kind of. Kind of crazy. I was going to ask you, as a Padre fan, will it bother you when you see, like Lugo's supposed to sign with the Tigers soon, is a rumor. Mm. Waka, Lugo, any of these guys that have left signed with teams, we'd start going, fuck. I no. can't believe we didn't bring them back.
1: No, because it was two years and 32. Yeah. And I liked them both, but extended period of time where they were gone, a lot. And if you are trying to be more cost-efficient, no. Yeah. I mean appreciate what they meant, but they yep. were here one year. That's true. So not crazy. Uh I'm interested like a guy like Gary Sanchez. Yeah, you do. You love Gary Sanchez. I did. I liked what yeah. he did here. I thought he was fine. But I wonder what the market becomes for him. Me right? too. I am because yeah. I thought
0: he was one of the shittiest players in baseball a year ago. He
1: was. And he came here and got changed yeah. around. So no, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I would think uh Ruben Niebla looks at different guys and, and I think if i'm aj i'm in his ear a lot and saying who do you see and what do you think you can work with and who can we bring here and and try to find those guys that are bounce back candidates like waka and lugo and and make it work until some of the younger guys are ready to come up and fill those spots it'll be interesting to see
0: hey again want to mention dan williams dan williams will let you know the home buying season is crazy man it is crazy in every city I, i follow like i like mad to see what's going on. I get stuff sent to me through email all the time. And the prices not only in San Diego are crazy, as we found out, are the highest throughout the country. But Dan Williams and Brian Curry working together will tell you exactly how things work. Don't get outbid like so many other potential buyers. Make sure that you get not only approved and not just pre-qualified, you want to make sure that everything is in the right order so when you find the house of your dreams, those guys can help lock it up for you. 858 688 6813. 858 688 6813.
1: Yeah. When you find out that the average rent in San Diego is now somewhere in the neighborhood at $2,500 a month it's amazing. for a two bedroom apartment, it's awful. City leadership again fails yeah. us again because people can't afford that, or most families can't afford yeah. that. I mean, you hear about families that are renting rooms. And are just trying to make a go of it here. And that's why you need to have Dan help you get your finances in order. If you're paying $2,500 a month and you're paying somebody else's mortgage, not your own, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. You're absolutely doing it wrong. And it starts with a call to Dan. You can go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Check out the calm videos. There's 10 of them. It'll show you how to get your finances in order as we get ready for the holidays. Borrow smart, repay smart. But eventually, you get your finances in order, you get your credit in order. So that $2,500 a month is your own mortgage. And who knows, by the time the money's all done, you may be even getting your own mortgage for less than that. But it starts with a phone call to Dan Williams. 858-68-6813. 858 688
0: 6813. And Brian Curry is, of course, the guy we mentioned that's working with them when you're looking to sell your home and get the most for it. Brian Curry is your guy. We tell you all the time that Brian also knows San Diego County better than anyone else. If you're looking for a certain area you want to live in. Brian's your man. 619 251 1588. 619 251 1588. So
1: many great places in San Diego that you can call home. Biggest thing is how much is your commute? How close are you to the freeway? How safe are the neighborhoods? What are the schools like? What else, Dave? All those kind of things, right? Exactly right. Crime level, all those. And nobody knows this community. Nobody knows the neighborhoods better than Brian Curry. Dave will tell you and so many others will tell you. Brian has worked with them, looked at those particular neighborhoods and said, yeah, this house is available, but in a couple of years, I'm not comfortable with you living here. Let me keep working on it. Let me find the option that ultimately is the right option. Boy, he's not just in it in the, for the sale. It's all about relationships. That's why as successful as he is, give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays, how older and how much are they worth? We're going to go today. Okay. You probably saw this one already, but Joe Biden.
1: Joe Biden. Dude, that's a good one. I should know this. Uh, is Joe Biden 78?
0: Joe Biden is 81 years old. Oh, my God. Trump, I think, is 78.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Joe Biden's 81. 81? God damn. I mean, this week's the anniversary of JFK, right? November yeah, 22nd. it Wasn't he like 35 or 36? Yeah. Fucking Sleepy Joe and, and the Trumpster? I'm like, 40 years? Fuck.
0: Biden's older than Israel. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, I love that nickname, Sleepy Joe. That is the funniest shit ever. Can you imagine somebody calling you Sleepy Dave? Oh my God. How do you say, I'm not sleepy. I feel fine. I'm well rested. So <laughs> dumb fourth grade. All right. So, uh, how much is it worth? Oh, shit.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I'll say 40 million. Okay. You know he's gonna make the money after he retired. Right. <laughs> what was, did they say? Was, Three million? Yeah. $10 million? Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Yeah, I think he's better than that. Two more for you. You mentioned JFK. How about RFK? It's
1: his birthday. Oh, fuck. this maniac kid doing to celebrate. Holy mackerel. Uh RFK. Probably telling everyone he's not an RFK fan. Dude, right? <laughs> okay. So let me see. So I'm going to say he would have been, I think he would have been 91. 98. Really? 98. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. How much is it worth? Oh, shit. 7 uh, I'm going to say, is today's money?
0: Today's, well, I don't know. It says whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just guessing today's money because back then in 68 would have been ridiculous.
1: I'm going to say 85
0: million. It says $15 million. Dude, he, they. You think they, they fucked that one up? Yeah. The next one, 100% you're going to fuck up. Okay. Because I had to look at it in three different places ago. There's no way this is true. Unless you had a major gambling problem. Yeah. Richard Dawson, Family Feud.
1: Dude, I went to that show. My buddy, Me Scott too. King, was on it. I think Richard Dawson today would be 89. 91. Pretty close. Fucking 91. Running Man. Remember? Running Such Man. A fucking yeah. asshole. Dude, he probably at that time he's probably making what four hundred thousand a year You're for that show, right? That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna say he's worth. I'm gonna say he's worth seven million. It says one hundred thousand dollars. Where does money go, dude? What the fuck was that's he what doing? I am saying. saying, did he have a gambling problem?
0: How the hell could he only have a hundred thousand dollars? Ernie Martinez is more that a hundred thousand
1: dollars, dude. That's he's <laughs> got in his pocket. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh,
0: really? This Dude, honestly, I looked at it three uh, different places, shit. and I couldn't find anyone that said anything different than 100,000. Damn. Yeah, kind of crazy. Sad. It's so kind of sad. I'll forget about it in three minutes. We're yeah, give a shit. Yeah. But who, does that bother you, or how fucking pissed you are about Mario Lopez? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: fucking sick of it. <laughs> that's like said on this whole show. Yeah, it's great. Dude, <laughs> said, And that's the other thing to people. Yeah. Listen, I love all of you. I just told you, if you're listening to the show, Dave and I are doing this show for you. But here's the reality: we're doing it right now. I get that you may not hear it until what day is today? Monday. It is Monday. You may not hear it till Wednesday. You may not hear it till Friday. Yeah. I got it. It might be six months from now. That's when (laughs) Dave always puts the date at the start. I don't care. Man, don't feel bad if you're like, hey, I'm running a few shows behind, it. just listen to it. I Dave and I, this week of Thanksgiving, we're so glad you listened to any of them. Exactly. Listen whatever you want, listen for as long as you want. We don't give a shit. Not gonna impact not like us buying you anything for Christmas. Who gives a fuck? Nothing. You're paying us. We're not paying you. <laughs> and uh but I just say this. When you send me a message yeah. in a couple of days. And you're like, I really think it's going to be Ryan Flaherty. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> what? I think it's going to be Ryan Flaherty. For what? Ryan Flaherty for what? To replace, replace Matt Baleau? What? What's Ryan? <laughs> no, it's just listening to you and Dave. Ah, oh, shit. I'm not going back and listening to this show so I know what the fuck context you're using. <laughs> Leave us alone. Just enjoy the show. It's not an interactive show. That's Coach's show. You want to call. He says it in every promo. We're the most interactive show in San Diego. Because nobody else wants to talk to these assholes. You could take two calls. And guess what? The crown would be yours. Let's go to Gary. How how you doing there, Coach? Well, pretty good, Gary. Had a heck of a breakfast at (laughs) Milton's. That's exactly it. Right? Oh, that's a good place. Have you ever tried the the skillet? Well, I was gonna have it this morning, but a little bit of an upset stomach, so I just went with the potato pancakes. Oh, those are tasty. With the honey butter, and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> fuck It's so good. <laughs> and the day he got mad
0: at his audience for turning on each other. I am I am sick and tired of you people calling in and calling yeah. each other dumbbells. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you're the most interactive show. Oh, my God. My favorite thing about baseball this time of year, by the way, yeah. is Coach's show because he can't say negotiate. Oh, so no. So he says negotiate every time. He can't say this in there. Dude, it kills me. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love Coach. We're going to see him on what, December 1st? Yeah, we'll be there. Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, we don't, we don't need to. I'm going, by the way. I just I'm going. Are you going? I hope you're going. Yeah, we'll be go. there. Okay. I got nothing going. It's a Friday, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think yeah. it's
1: uh, it's a week from Friday. Do you
0: know what? Uh, you know Fernando Ramirez? He's an NFL writer. who Works at uh, the the Sporting Tribune. Nope. Anyway, he asked me the other day, "Hey, will you take me up there?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll take you. If you want to go, I'll take you up there." So I said, for sure, I'm in.
1: What if he just gets all fucked up? Are <laughs> <laughs> you like having one beer? And he's just the guy walking around smacking everybody on the ass. How you been?
0: <laughs> hey, Fernando. <laughs> Fuck Fernando. Yeah. Did you see the NFL fuck Jim Trotter over? No. Again. What'd they the, do? He had that podcast that was doing a crazy, well, he, he was doing it with a, Steve Weiss. Yep. Making a ton of money, making it really well at it and had a chance to make even more money. The NFL got in the way of it and basically into the podcast, took it away from them. And then they started up the same exact podcast with his idea, his brand, the whole deal with two different hosts. Really? The NFL did. Yeah. Today. Trotter put it on Twitter. Completely fucked him.
1: Wait, the NFL did it with yeah, the two NFL, new hosts. Yeah, Are they white guys? Because it probably was... white guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim and Steve? Yeah. Probably. Steve Hartman? <laughs> probably Jim Everett and Steve Hartman. Fuck. Let's get to NFL talk with Jim and Steve. Good at. Jesus Christ Hartman. Speaking of Hartman, is
0: Hartman still working up in LA? Someone asked me the other day, and I said I had no idea. Um,
1: I would think. <laughs> Remember that website I just started with yeah. Pflugger? Who gives a fuck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just figured as a buddy, you'd go, I hope he's doing well.
1: I do. I love Steve. I looked
0: him up on the Fox Sports website for radio. I couldn't find him anywhere. Why? How
1: bored are you doing that?
0: Because no, the listener
1: wrote me. Uh, well, why uh, are you doing DM their me? fucking work? You tell them to look it up. You know everybody's <laughs> concierge. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Take some pride in yourself
0: he's gonna listen to this shit he's like hey hey dave tell jeff i was
1: curious and i thought yeah well look it up yourself you lazy asshole (laughs) fucking dave's got one arm for fuck's sake you gotta type and shit ow 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 ow.
0: that's how it is actually fuck (laughs) it sucks
1: hey dave what's the exchange rate between the russian ruble and the u.s dollar right Uh, look it up I like these people making you do these things, Dave.
0: Jesus, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's doing KTLA anything anymore. Hey, hey, we should book Steve, Brandon. <laughs> Talk about them rims. Dude, when he has breast sets, smat on, it's the uh. worst ever. Look, and here's another thing, man. I'll tell you right now. Okay. We love doing all the stuff we do with hospitals, blood drives, all that shit we to yeah. do in the past. Dude, I'm telling you, blood drive radio is the worst. As a uh. listener, it's terrible. I know. You, you, when you're doing it, you're going, This is a great day. This is a good cause. You feel fantastic yeah. about yourself. But when
1: you're listening, Blood Drive Radio is the worst. And uh, Blood Drives are great. I mean, I, I mean, we've had my, my son Jack yeah, is yeah, living for I'm, I'm not Blood Transfusion. I got The you. whole
0: idea is great. But if you're just an audience member and you just want to listen to sports, holy you just want fuck. to know
1: what's going on. Is Soto, staying or going? Yeah. And right here, we've got Randy. Randy, how's it going? We've had a lot of people come in, but we've got plenty of sugar cookies for everybody. Well, outstanding. <laughs> Randy, who do you think the next manager will be? Well, my manager's... No, not your manager. Oh, manager of what? The Padres. Who do you think it'll be? Oh, well, yeah, you know, I'm a big Bud Black fan. All right, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. Every day. You fucking nailed it. That's yeah. exactly how it goes. Come on down. we got plenty of Vaughn's <bonds, laughs> Orange Juice, Stater Brothers. Have you ever met the Stater brothers, Brandon? They aren't afraid to get their pants nerdy. They're not. Braden. Why do I keep calling him Brayden? I don't know, I don't know. Braden. So Fuck. Sorry, Braden. <laughs> Braden, what do you think the Stater brothers' names are? I'm going to guess one of them's name is Al, and the other one's Frank. Al and Frank Stater. Do you think that's it, Braden? <laughs> Randy, what do you think the Stater brothers... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's your name, sir? You just gave blood. Walt, how you feeling? I'm a little headed. we get some of that fucking orange juice.
0: Of course we're going to say, why don't you get some of that fucking orange juice Then I would stay around. <laughs> yeah, then you take her out. Damn it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, here we go. I got five questions. I'll All right, get let's you the go. hell out of here. It's already 10 o'clock at night. It's, Fuck, it's late. I'm telling you. All right, so uh, again, these are written by Josh. Okay. Here we go. Five random questions. Do you feel appreciated by the people in your life?
1: Uh, The ones that matter? Yeah, do you? You should. Yeah, 100% I do. Yeah. yeah. I got a great one for you, too. Yeah, I got a great one for you and Josh at the end. Don't let me forget. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I think so. That's a good feeling, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know if that that was always the point. Dude, the people that are, and we talked about it at the start, the people who listen to this are so incredibly nice to us, Dave. There's just, it's a connection. It's, like I said, if you're listening to this right now, this show is 100% for you. Yeah, 100% for you. And the connection Dave feels with you and I feel with you, all bullshit aside, man, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome I when agree. people reach out and, like I said, Bernie's done a thousand shows. He he said a lot when he came in here and did what he did, and people responded to it. The funniest thing is when Pete said he had a uh, an app that took all the f words out. Yeah, and he said it cut it down from two oh nine to nine minutes, and but, one of you idiots actually believed him. Yeah. Pete, where is that? I can't, like, like. there's an actual app. I swear, Dave, I don't know why that struck me so funny. <laughs> the, the show went from 209 to nine minutes, and the guy thought Pete was telling the truth. Oh, my God. That was awesome. I loved it. Can you like imagine how you just, that nine-minute
0: show? I just like how you told the story. We appreciate you and everything, and then one of you idiots actually believed
1: it. Well, God damn. Go. I mean, come on. We got to be here to check you. Hey Pete, that sounds great. Can you post a link? I was like, oh god, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my
0: gosh! All right, next question: Have you ever purchased your dream car? Uh, no. You aren't a car guy, though.
1: You don't give a shit. No, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I inherited a healthier way to be. Uh, I inherited a Harley when my yeah. buddy Cheech passed away, yeah. and that was. The Dynawide Glide. Yeah. And I'd always wanted one. And then I realized they're a complete pain in the ass, but it was still insanely fun it to have a million
0: it. pounds. I Dude, by it was, every that the thing bike was. was
1: crazy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when you're able to take that thing out and just hit it, and I hadn't ridden a bike in so long, my kids are giving me shit because I'm stalling it. Because I haven't ridden a bike yeah. in 20 years. And then finally to get it running, because Bubba really did an amazing job putting that thing back together. Uh, that was really fun. I think probably the closest ever for me was that Dyna. And it was a beautiful bike. Yeah, it was. Um, probably that Dyna Wide Glide. How about for you? Did you ever have?
0: Yeah, I bought, I bought cars, though. I, um, You know, it's funny is I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Fuck, there aren't a lot of things that I buy for myself. So I yeah. have I have gone through and bought a few cars through the years. I mean, yeah. this car that I got now, nah, I love yeah, it. You it's love been it. great. Yeah. yeah, it's been a great car for you. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you bought that one because yeah. that's something you normally wouldn't do. no um no but i have bought a few cars that I absolutely uh, enjoy i remember when i was a kid my dad midlife crisis whatever well i can't say it. it was in his 30s and he grabbed a a 911 porsche okay. and i was like that's pretty fucking cool and uh i was you know i'm doing the countdown on my head yeah when am i driving and will that porsche still be here did he sold that shit right before i got my license oh yeah he got rid of it got rid of that fucking thing but um yeah I, i'm honestly life life's short man and and if you can treat yourself once in a man. while i'm all four. I know, look, cars are not an investment. So that, that's you're just kind of why I looked at it. Yeah, you're in them a lot. Would you rather have your perfect car or yeah. your perfect bed? Oh, that's funny. I mean, it's important to sleep,
1: man. You I, know, know. I hate to
0: say it. Because you bought a bad yeah. bed. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've done I that fucked before. up the last bed that.
1: that we got. No offense to those guys. It was my call. The guys from Mattress Firm were great. But, like, I'll be at the condo next week. And the bed that I got there, I fucked up. That bed's like way it. too firm. Yeah, no, oh, really? offense. no offense to those guys. That's no disrespect. Yeah. I picked it out, but I, I just picked the wrong bed. And then I went back to those guys for the bed that I have now. Fuck, it's yeah. amazing. Dude, I could never work in
0: a mattress store. It'd be like one of the worst jobs ever. I Because it's like, I'm tired all the time. Yeah. To look at all those beds all day long and just, I just want to lay in one.
1: No, you know the problem, Dave? <laughs> I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The problem would be everybody that comes in and lays on that bed, but what's the first thing they do? They take their shoes off. So now you got to look at all those dirty socks. That's true. And you're like, I'm over here and I can smell it. <laughs> 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 go to Plaza Bonita, please! But
0: I have my, uh, I told you my brother-in-law's in town. Yeah. And uh, the other day he fell asleep on in the guest room and wa- the doors open and he has his shoes on. Josh goes, Hey, come here, look at Joe Musgrove over here. <laughs> 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 oh shit. That goddamn commercial Joe does with the shoes on the bed yeah. drive me crazy. Sick of it. <laughs> so fucking sick of it. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my god. All right, here we go.
1: Okay. What's your favorite appetizer? Oh, that's a good one, too. I like that one. Um, Godfather Restaurant. Okay. Claremont Mesa Boulevard. You go in, and they bring you uh, fried zucchini. Okay. But they bring it in, and, it's dude, it's perfect. It's not greasy. It's not anything. It's insane how good it is. Yeah. And you just... uh, My man, Nick Canepa. Yeah. We talked about him a lot tonight when I was saying... I reached out to him and I said, "Hey man, I want to take my wife somewhere really great. Italian. Godfather, yeah, only boys. I remember. I'm like, dude, you grew up in Little Italy, and he he said that, and it's you know you pull in there. I mean that whole thing, dude. They don't they don't pay us. I just I love those yeah. dudes over there. Right from when you walk in, it's it's cool. But that's it for me. What about for you, calamari? Oh yeah, uh, I was where I go calamari on the
0: menu. I'm getting it.
1: Dude, that's funny. I'm not a calamari guy, but yeah, I think you would be. We were on the road last week or whatever it was, and my buddy uh Dan on this trip, he killed it. And then the meal showed up. He's like, I think I love too much calamari. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, Was it good? He's like, God, it's so good. But you can't eat too much of it, right, Dave? No, I can eat a
0: lot of it. Okay, I don't know. I don't get sick of it. I do, I absolutely love it. Might be good. I just like salt. All right, Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Could you live? I know the answer to this one already. Could you live a year without your car for $10 million? Oh, no. super motherfucker. What are you talking? My you $10, got $10 million gonna be gone. I got to go to Carlsbad. <laughs> I got to come back Don't here.
1: Worry, you're spending $10 million. Fuck. Get that Tourette's driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That might be pretty good. That's well, yeah, that's true. If I got $10 million, I could probably just hire a driver for like. Well, fuck yeah, you could. For like. 100000 a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess you're right. I yeah. hadn't
0: thought of it that way. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. All right. I'm kidding. I don't write these. All right. <laughs> that's pretty good. Last one. Will the Padres win more games than the Giants this season?
1: Um, Hard to say right now because we don't know who's doing what, yeah. right? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I think this team comes out different. Uh, I do think the loss of Peter Seidler is going to be a huge inspiration, a huge wake-up call Uh, probably for A.J. Preller, probably for some of the players on that team. I'll say, yeah, I think it's a good year for Padres, not even knowing who your third, fourth, and fifth starters are going to be. I'm with you on this one. And I think,
0: uh, I know people don't like the Giants already, but I think just because Bob's there, there's so many Padres fans are going to root against Bob. You're going to be paying attention to what the Dodgers and Giants are doing all year long.
1: All right, I have one for you. So the other night we're watching Survivor. Okay. Survivor's a great show. And they do this deal, Dave, where... um, they have an auction. Now remember these guys have been out on an island. Yeah. They haven't eaten. Everybody gets the the concept. But for this particular one the other day, they'd been about 17 days, a lot of them hadn't eaten. They set up a thing where they hid money on the island in these little tubes. So everybody goes out, they grab the money, and then Jeff Probst hosts an auction. Okay. You have to spend your money Uh, But you don't know how many items there are, right? So there's a slice of pizza. Somebody buys a chocolate milkshake, like all these different things. But then he brings one out that's covered. Somebody spends all the money, and it's two huge fish eyes. Each one is about the size of those two baseballs combined. So it's pretty funny. The one girl wins, and again, she's been out there for 17 days, raises both arms in the air, and she has an incredible amount of hair under her arms. She oh can understand. So the question is, Dave, you this is single, Dave, before you've been married. Yeah. You meet your dream girl. You go, man, this girl is really special. This is going to be fun. And you go to pick her up. And I'm going to give you a couple of these. I just want to know, deal breaker or no deal breaker? Okay? Like, is there a second date? You go pick her up, she's in a sleeveless dress, and she does that, and you notice hair under the arms. Deal breaker or no? Deal breaker. Deal breaker. 100%. Interesting. Okay, that's a deal breaker. Dude, deal breaker. It could be
0: Pam Anderson in her prime fucking deal breaker. It's over.
1: Number two, we'll just keep these three. There's only going to be three of these. Number two, same thing, arms go up. That's fine, but you happen to look down, and she's got sandals on. And she's got that hair on her big toe knuckle.
0: Well, that's a deal breaker.
1: That's how too. Yeah. You, are, you, are you with me so far or no? It's pretty tough.
0: Okay. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing. I, would, I couldn't take my eyes off her toe. It would
1: be like a magnet. Right. And then the third one is, okay, you look at the sandals. It's good. You're heading out. But she's got that belly shirt on. Yeah. And you go, man, she looks great. And then all of a sudden you look and you go, God damn, she's got belly button, looks like Tom Selleck down there. You
0: mean all hairy? Yeah. Deal breaker. I'm not a body hair guy at all, man. At all. Fuck that. Deal breaker <laughs> on all of them.
1: And then the final one was going to be, the final one was going to be, what if all of those are fine? She looks great, but on the lower digit of her thumb. It's a little rough there it looks a little bit like around the 18th hole of like, like just dark black hair on her yeah thumb. on her lower part that lower not the one the digit up by her nail the yeah. lower one deal breaker <laughs> dude deal breaker fuck
0: that <laughs> dude i've told you man i'm just not a body hair guy at all with women at all man you know fuck uh, that <laughs> dude i don't know what to tell you man i know it sounds shallow and stupid man for a lot of people it just dave me. was honest with you 100 holy shit <laughs> yeah I watched. I'm trying to think which one's the worst. They're all terrible, man. I, they're all terrible. The armpit hair thing drives me crazy, man. No, there's no way. The stomach one might be tough. Yeah, that that's tough. But man, the stomach one at least she can hide it while she's wearing a dress. You know Can't what I mean? Like she? no one else knows. But you're in a it's restaurant. Fucking through. And if you're in a restaurant and she raises her hand up to ask to try and get the waitress's attention, yeah. fuck that. Nope. nope. <laughs> no. Nope. I have a family, it's funny you say this, all right? Yeah. I have a family member who's probably coming to the wedding that is now in protest of, like, the world events. Young okay. person. Girl. Yeah. And she was growing out of her arm hair, I noticed. Her armpit hair. And I told Josh straight up, I'm going to have a talk with her mom before she comes to the wedding. I'm not going to let her come to the wedding like that. Wow. Straight up. And, she, and if she refuses to shave her armpits before she comes to the wedding, she won't be invited isn't that josh's call josh is 100 percent on my side oh okay but i'll i told him i'll be the bad guy yeah. i'll be oh, the one that picks go. up the phone and says she can't be a distraction at the wedding that that just straight out it's yeah because that'll be day. a
1: distraction to me
0: yeah it's josh's day stephanie's day it's right. not 100 percent. i'm not going to let someone come there and make their political point and be a distraction at the wedding right i can't be there yeah enjoying the day and then go oh my god and she's a good looking girl and i 20s. bet she is there's no way in hell man i'm letting her come to the Yeah, way she like doesn't
1: that. have to raise her arm and go when the fuck did bill and beer get here not but who put
0: curly for the three stooges in a headlock yeah yeah no the deal is man she goes out of her way to raise her arms oh. it's a big fuck to everybody look at me yeah and well, trust me we're looking you don't need to raise your arms we all knew we're all just going to talk about it in the car on the way home That's she's the using difference.
1: that non-aluminum deodorant yeah. That wears out in a minute and a half. Fuck. You the rock?
0: The, that rock they used to sell? <laughs>
1: fuck. And then all of a sudden it just smells like fucking dry oysters. <laughs> oh God, Josh, I gotta go. <laughs> Is the Sully band playing yeah. Josh's
0: wedding? <laughs> Dude, actually, they're good. i uh, remind me, I gotta play that Costa thing. For okay, you. we'll fuck.
1: watch it now. Uh back here Wednesday night?
0: Yeah, sure, Wednesday night, night day before Thanksgiving. All, all right, right,
1: we'll see everybody then. All right.
2: Kim kin like they make in the USA. That guy with the attitude, you better go away. The 5 cent video game put a smile on my face. That stop sign was rather large, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fans and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard at I- Yeah.